0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Avarice Podcast. I'm Devin. I'm your host today. Hope you're all staying safe during this quarantine, social distancing, COVID-19. The world is shut down and gone mad. Nonsense. Um, It's been quite a while since I've put anything new out, and that is due to all this shit that's been going on. You would think that being forced to stay home and not go anywhere and etc would provide me with more time to create content but my son is also not in school now so I am full-time babysitter kindergarten teacher pe teacher recess instructor all of the above you know curriculum planner trying to keep him active on school work and trying to to have him be physically active and get energy out And that's an all-day job, man, that takes a lot of energy, and I just either haven't been able to carve out the time or haven't had the energy when I do have the time to produce stuff. So I am actually recording this early in the morning before he even wakes up. That's probably why my voice sounds like shit. This is the first time I've spoken to anybody today is starting to record this podcast, but It's this crazy, bizarro, surreal world we've got going on where grocery stores are half empty. The world is searching for toilet paper nonstop. People are washing their hands like never before. Condoms are selling like wildfire. I'm considering using a dental dam for the first time in my life. Shit's rough. So I'm going to try to keep the preamble fairly short here. This podcast is going to be a commentary track on the movie Groundhog Day. It's a classic, in my opinion. It's, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite comedies, but it's got a certain niche. It fits in a certain spot, and if I'm in a certain state of mind, it's like the only film that's going to scratch that itch. And I think it's very fitting because the paradigm that we are living in currently... Causes us to have very repetitive, mundane type of days at this point in time. There's not a lot of variety. Um, each day kind of runs into the next. I'm finding myself wondering what's the point in going to bed early, what's the point in getting up early, what's the point in really anything because none of it matters <laughs> Like the other day I was I've actually taken to playing video games, which I have not done in years. I, I will play them occasionally with my son, but I haven't sat down and dug into a video game solo for strictly entertainment purposes in a long time. But I've taken to that now because I have so much extra time on my hands. And there was the other night I was like, I need to quit this and go to bed. And then I had the thought, why? What the fuck for? What am I, what am I getting up early for? What am I, what am I trying to get to? It's just a bunch of sitting around. It's a bunch of stagnation. And so it gets to be very repetitive and mundane, much like Groundhog Day in this film. And I've had other periods in my life where I felt like it was Groundhog Day. There's a line in this film that where he says, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. And that resonates with me. It, it's like there's a bell in my soul and that statement rings it. Going back to my days of delivering newspapers seven days a week, I've had a, a lot of periods in my life where it felt like every day was just a, a repetition of the previous day, and, and nothing was different, and there wasn't a whole lot to look forward to, and you kind of... You get, it gets a little bit squirrely, because you start to realize how little matters when tomorrow is just going to be the exact same. Anyway, preamble's getting longer than I intended for it to. <clears throat> so today is Tuesday, March... I don't even know the date. I think it's the 29th or the 30th. And uh, I'm watching Groundhog Day on Netflix. So if you are going to watch along with me, I'll give you a second here to get situated. Or you can go ahead and pause the podcast until you are prepared. And I will give you a countdown that I'm pressing play. I'm going to take a sip off my coffee here real quick while you guys get situated. (laughs) so also because I'm recording this in the morning before my son wakes up we might have a minor interruption when he does wake up and wander out here Um, I'll try to pause the movie and the recording at the exact same time so you shouldn't even notice that I'm gone but if it ends up being a hassle I will address it when the time comes and inform you how to proceed accordingly okay okay So if you're going to watch, get your finger poised on the play button. I am pressing play in three, two, one, play. I didn't even check my volume to see if I got it on the right right setting. This is a Oh, there's our music. This movie's PG. Wow. I guess that makes sense. There's nothing really particularly racy, raunchy, edgy, vulgar about it. It's just rare that a, a comedy is that effective while maintaining a PG rating. This seems really loud. It seem loud to you guys and girls? I see you, little sexy kittens out there. <laughs> that felt so disingenuous coming out of my mouth. Oh, Bill Murray! Bill Murray! Bill Murray! National treasure, Bill Murray. As loved as Bill Murray is, I would have to say he's still underrated. I think older, the older generation, your your Gen Xers and prior, have a better appreciation for him because they got to see him in his prime, and it was kind of the only show in town. We we hadn't been exposed to as, as much irreverent comedy at that point in time. But he's got the perfect dry, sarcastic kind of personality for this. How ridiculous must it feel to stand in front of that blank wall? Well, this resembles what a lot of YouTube people are doing. A lot of the tricks and the, you know, the editing magic or whatever the fuck you want to call it involved in making stuff like this seems so corny and cheesy to me that I actually I would have trouble getting into it, standing in front of this blank blue or green wall or whatever and pretending that there's shit around me. It would be a it would be a struggle. Of course, the concept of Groundhog Day is that Ponksatawney Phil comes out, and if he sees his shadow, then there's going to be three more weeks of winter or something. It's a really fucking stupid superstition that I've never put very much weight into because it makes no goddamn sense. If it happens to be sunny when the groundhog sees his shadow, six more weeks of winter. What a dumb... like, In a world where we have so much science and we understand how stuff works to such a T... To still have this vestige of the past, this stupid thing where we have a groundhog come out and look at his shot, like, what are we doing here as a people? Like, as you see him doing that broadcast there, and he's got the skyline, the picture of the skyline in the background, it is really hard for me to imagine that that magnificent city, that feat of engineering and planning was achieved by the same chimps that think that a a groundhog seeing its shadow indicates weather patterns. Like, <laughs> how do those two things exist at the same time? Those are the same species? Those are the same type of thing? Those are both considered people. Ones who can design massive skyscrapers using math. <laughs> and, uh, oh, she's wearing a blue jacket, so she's invisible. <laughs> Uh, This was a last minute change up I was going to watch a different movie But I, I saw this on Netflix And I was like how fucking fitting And this is a way that I can kind of Break the cycle for Groundhog Day My own personal Groundhog Day That I've been experiencing over the last few weeks Because I haven't recorded a podcast During that point in time And I've never done one first thing in the morning like this So this is actually novel It's actually a new experience. Synapses are firing. As well as they can be for first thing in the morning. I gotta be honest. I'm slightly worried that I'm gonna run out of things to say while watching this movie. But that's uh, par for the course. That happens damn near every time. It's a bit intimidating to think about filling an hour and a half, two hours. With a monologue, essentially. But we make do, right? I appreciate anybody who's taking the time to listen to this. Um... It's odd, the uh, when I started recording these commentaries about a year or so ago, it was just kind of something I was interested in doing, but it is, I guess, more relevant of a piece of content at this point in time than ever before, that uh, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or build myself up or anything, but it seems like... Now, where most everything in the world has been put on hold and everybody has, is forced to stay at home and kind of keep themselves entertained, you're not getting a lot of new produced content unless it was already made. Everything's been shut down. Even Grey's Anatomy, they're not even going to shoot the last few episodes of this season. I only know that because my wife's a diehard. I'm, I hate that fucking show. So you have more people kind of going deeper in their search results on YouTube and deeper into their podcast archives and looking for stuff and because I primarily do these on older pieces of content and media that people are familiar with and everybody is forced to do the social distancing stuff, you can turn on one of my podcasts and it's like you're watching the movie with somebody I can be your friend, I can be your digital audio friend in this period of crisis for you Heidi, two, a family classic. Is that a Shirley Temple movie? I think Heidi was a Shirley Temple movie. What the fuck is Heidi, two? I thought they. Sto- I thought the story was pretty much uh, culminated in Heidi one. We're still in opening credits. Oh my back. Oh. So, on top of contending with my son's never-ending energy supply and its daily replenishment, we also live in Portland. And the first week he was out of school, it was nice outside, and it was quite a bit easier to get him active and get energy out and not have him be bouncing off the walls and be so annoying at night. But the last week and a half or so... It's been basically raining every day. So trying to figure out some, some active things for him to do you know, I think this with outside not being an option and going to parks not being an option and going to places like... So I have some old king-size mattresses in the garage. And I just laid them down on the floor and turned it into like our own little bouncy house trampoline world thing. One of them is your kind of old... stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill Murray, shoving his hand in his mouth like that. One of them is kind of your old-style spring mattress. It's only like four or five inches thick, and the other one is like 15 inches thick pillow top, memory foam, all the like. So one of them's real bouncy and, and thinner, and the other one is like walking on a giant cushion, essentially. So yesterday, I was play-wrestling with my son, and I threw a fake kick at him, kind of like, you know, cartoon style or in the movies, and both my feet came out I went ass over tea kettle and and landed on on my back on I forgot which mattress I was on I was on the thinner mattress and I weigh enough that if I slam all my body weight down on that mattress I could press it all the way down to the floor so I go flying up in the air and land back and just slammed my upper back on the concrete floor essentially of course my momentum was broken a little bit by the mattress. It broke my fall somewhat, but for the most part, I went right through that motherfucker into the concrete floor, and I can feel it in my neck and shoulders today. The other mattress is so big, I, could, I can't jump high enough to gain enough momentum to hurt myself on the other one, but on the thinner one, I had just temporary lapse in judgment, and I paid for it. Still continue to pay for it. Luckily, it was nothing serious. My wife said she heard it. <laughs> is he a brown hog? Yes I am. Do you think it's gonna be an early spring? It's yucky. That guy's been in a bunch of weird yes. roles, and I can't think of no, any of them right now. The oh yeah, he's the guy that's all tatted up that gets the tattoos that says Love and Mama from Armageddon. <laughs> he's in the uh, the anti ladies man club and the ladies man. Oh, you big city folk. You can't even drink some standard coffee. What are you, gay? I hope you enjoyed the festivities. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of similarities between Bill Murray's character in this, this film and me. Uh, he's very sarcastic. He's not enthused with your small talk. He's not interested. He's basically... What's... He's begrudgingly participating, essentially. It's... He just... He can't be bothered. He just doesn't care. Um, It's not to be rude. It's... it's, When you're that kind of person, it feels rude to you when other people constantly want to talk to you about nonsense. So you shut them down because you're like, what the fuck are you bothering me with this about? This isn't... Is this a... A pertinent question it's not exactly a soup question. Shout out to finding Forrester. Phil? But there's also negative elements to that. I'm not trying to glorify the character. he does he's kind of an asshole to some people, but that's me don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as remember you and this scene, I'm actually uh Ned because I'm the guy as I've said in previous podcasts who always had the great memory for names faces that so i would see people and i would recognize them i would remember exactly from where and they wouldn't be able to, to connect with me on that they wouldn't have the recollection it would just fly right over their head and i got so sick of that happening to me over and over and over again it's almost a, a memory a good memory is a gift and a curse Because sure, it comes in handy at times, but there's also times where it's like, it's not crippling, but there's no point when you can't share it with anybody else, if that makes sense. If every, every... I'm having trouble wrapping my arms around how to explain this. But whenever you have a reference or a memory you want to bring up, and, and whoever you're trying to share that moment with can't recall it, it's kind of useless. You're the only... You're alone. And its is it even real at that point? There's nothing to verify that you're actually... Anyway, I don't... That was a rabbit hole. It is so good to see you. What are you doing for dinner? Something else. But, yeah, again, now back to the Bill, Bill Murray side of the conversation. Oh, watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. I will if... I'm the guy who has the memory and recognizes people, but I'm also the antisocial one. So unless I'm forced to interact with them and have that kind of awkward conversation about, I know you from such and such, and they're like, nah, not not clicking, bro. uh, I will walk the... Opposite way around the grocery store to avoid talking to somebody I went to high school with. I just don't want to have the conversation. It's not gonna go anywhere. Neither of us are gonna gain anything from it. It's just a waste of time. Hey, how you doing? I ain't seen you since such and such. Are you married? He's cool. Okay, well bye, see you later. I'd just rather not do it. And he seems aware of the absurdity of all this. Kind of like I was talking about at the beginning of the film. Like, what the fuck are we even doing here? This is a news story. I'm supposed to be a self-respecting weatherman, and I'm here to see what a fucking groundhog thinks is going to happen. Look at these idiots in their stupid old-timey outfits. Like, imagine getting up in the morning and being like, I got to get dressed up. Got to let the groundhog out today and see if there's going to be more winter. Huh? (laughs) And the name, Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney's a place, right? I think in Philly. Is he always Punxsutawney Phil? How long do groundhogs live? They pull the little rat out and they talk to him. I don't even understand the seeing the shadow thing. It's daytime. He most certainly would see a shadow. And you, they don't even like let him wander around. They just bring him out and hold him. <laughs> he dried off his teeth. A lot of you probably know how he's doing that. But if you don't, you take your index finger and you just rub it across the face of your upper front teeth and then it dries them off and your lip kind of sticks to them at the top and it'll just hold there. The guy that my dad was friends with when I was a kid used to scare the shit out of me by doing that because you wouldn't expect it. He'd be looking at you, he'd turn around to mess with something and he'd come back and his teeth would be all fucking me, myself and Irene'd. On the mic right now is actually Bill Murray's older brother. They have a peculiar family of acting brothers where Bill Murray is far and away the most famous. But his older brother, who was just talking on there, was the the arcade owner from Wayne's World. (coughs) He's got that real distinctive voice. And then his younger brother... Was uh, shit. I don't remember his name. He was in One Crazy Summer. He was in Mad Men. He's the guy that the alcoholic guy that pissed himself in his office that they fired. He's in God Bless America, which is a great movie. Then what? I don't even remember this guy's fucking name. He was in a lot of movies back in the '90s, and I haven't seen him in shit since then. He's woogie, and uh there's something about Mary. Easy with your control issues about honking your horn. This scene just brought me back to delivering newspapers in the snow. Talk about a Groundhog Day experience. That was the worst. When you... I pride myself on being particularly reliable and prepared, especially in those situations. And I've always had an all-wheel drive car for delivering in. So I always felt that if I could make it, I had a responsibility to make it. I never wanted to be the one that called it and then had somebody question that decision or claim that I could have made it and didn't try to. So I always tried. And the worst would be to put forward all that effort it's it's fucking stressful to drive in the snow so doing it for hours and having to go through all these little neighborhoods and deliver pay, it gets tense and by the time it's over you're exhausted so then to wake up the next day and see that all the snow's still there it's all gonna be the exact same shit again it's all gonna fall on your shoulder is just oh god There's very few jobs where, I mean, most people are acc- acclimated to 40 hours a week, um, a smaller percentage, but still a lot of people are acclimated to weekends off. So to have a job that's at night and seven days a week and and sometimes really long hours, it's a very military-esque feeling. You don't have the danger associated, obviously. I'm not talking about that, but just the way that it's unrelenting it's always gonna be there you cannot avoid it you have to look it straight in the face every day when you wake up so what are you gonna do holidays all that goes by the wayside it's it's a different thing and it shows you the potential of what a person can can actually do Ooh wee. Look at that flimsy ass setup. How many times can you open that shower curtain before that whole thing just falls on the floor? Hanging a heavy bag with toggle bolts? A strong fart would knock that thing down. What an absurd question. <laughs> oh my god. He asks if there's hot water and she just laughs him off. Oh, little hand We have a journey that we go along with him on here. Of course, we just experienced the first Groundhog Day where we got to see how unenthused he was, how sarcastic he's being. He just wants to go through the motions and get the fuck out of there. He finds out they're snowed in. He has to take the shower with no hot water. Now he's waking up to the exact same song and morning broadcast that he heard the previous day. And he slowly has to go about realizing... That he's living yesterday over again. And he's got to kind of wrap his mind around this paradigm and this reality and figure out what the fuck's going on. And he struggles with it for a short period. Then he starts to figure out what's going on and he starts having fun within the confines of that. Trying to get Andy McDowell to fall in love with him. Basically trying to kill himself, doing anything and everything he can to make tomorrow be a different day. And that's where that statement comes in. What if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. That statement has always resonated with me so much. And I say it to other people and they look at me with this blank expression like they just don't get it. Maybe it has to be a feeling that you've had that you're just living the same day over and over again before it really just... It's it's like a key in a lock. It just fits perfect for me. That that statement goes into my soul, turns my key. No homo. (laughs) Just go ahead and shave your dude. Shave your dude. (laughs) Go ahead and shave your head, dude. I can see your scalp right now. Bill Murray's got the curlier hair, so it hides it. But that other guy that had, like, the part and the slicked-back hair, you could see his scalp through, like, what's... Who How are you, you fooling? You Did I sleep well? She has a toaster on that. Yes. What do you even call that thing? The, is see it see a vanity face. or a mantle? There's talk of a blizzard. Like, like if this happened to you... How, how long would it take you to realize it? And how long would you go along with it before you threw your arms up and said, wait, wait the fuck, am I being punked here? And that brash kind of confidence he's got is gone. Because he's now in a reality he doesn't understand. How is this possible? Excuse me, where's everybody going? To Gobbler's Knob. Why does everybody want to go watch it, though? What the fuck is the matter with you people? Don't you know you could do different things? Who wants to go watch a groundhog? Who cares? Literally, who cares? I cannot think of anything I'd want to do less than go stand out in the cold and listen to these assholes talk to a groundhog. It's very easy to see how you would punch this guy in the face after two or three times of having to go through this exact same experience with him. He's annoying and abrasive as fuck. He strikes you as a guy who's never had a friend in his life. Suck dick. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. I think it is timed. Fumar un cigarro porque es, uh, I don't know how to say morning. I don't know how to speak that much Spanish. I picked some of it up through the jobs I've had over the years. I've never taken a class. I thought I would be contrarian and take German in high school because everybody else was taking Spanish and now I kind of know how to speak German but I don't have anybody to speak it to and everybody else speaks Spanish. It's one of those decisions you live to regret. but working at McDonald's for three years and then building windows and I've worked around a lot of Mexicans a lot of whom didn't speak any English so I kind of had to learn how to speak Spanish somewhat to be able to communicate with them so a lot of my uh, vocabulary pertains to like how to make cheeseburgers and um, sizes of window vents balances things like that (laughs) If there ever was a more appropriate circumstance to use dental dam though than right now during this coronavirus shit. I don't know when it was. Cuz dental dam is like I really want this but I'm also having a rough life. That's what that's the feeling. Like nobody uses dental dam and is like this is a perfect experience. So it just seems fitting to use it in these current day and age. <laughs> Well, it's Groundhog Day again. I don't know how many more days it's going to take before I just lose track of what day of the week it is, what date, like, because it's, it's so inconsequential at the moment. Other than the fact that my rent's coming up, I got to pay, and thank God I actually can pay it. My wife is still working. They've taken them down to three days a week and staggered their shifts and everything, but she works for a bank, so she kind of has to work. It's essential. And I sell stuff online on eBay and Poshmark and work from home, so nobody's coming to save me. Luckily, I had the idea to go to the Goodwill outlet many times over the last couple weeks and stock up, so I have a surplus of inventory that i can slowly take pictures of and list online over the course of the next couple of weeks and hopefully stuff's cleared up by then and basically i bought myself some time is all i'm saying i stocked up on shit to sell so that once everything was shut down i wouldn't be totally up up the ganges without a bamboo or But there's nothing, you're not trying to get to anything. There's nothing you just came from. There's no appointment, there's nothing. So it's really hard to maintain structure and and discipline and focus and get stuff done because none of it matters right now. As long as you have food and you're not gonna get kicked out of your house, there's really nothing you can do about the rest of it. This would all get so grating, so quick. How many times could you listen to the same song in your morning alarm clock before you just want to, before you hate that fucking thing? Oh, did you well? He already didn't want to do this. It's bad enough. Any take anything you love doing, if you were forced to do it nonstop, just perpetually, you would begin to hate it. He already didn't enjoy this, and now he's still being forced to do it nonstop, perpetually. Oh, the grating just. Ugh. Respect that he still goes through the motions, though, at least at this point, he's not throwing his arms up in the air and saying, fuck it all. Why am I even doing this? What would you do if you got to live the same day over and over again? The rules really don't apply. You can't lay any foundation work for the future. Anything that you want to accomplish needs to be started and finished today, and there's going to be no lasting effects. But on the flip side of that, any risk you take that doesn't pay off, you only have to live with the consequences for less than a day. Oh, he's decided to go ahead and have breakfast. And he starts to memorize the ongoings like he's watching a movie. Oh, here goes the yellow station wagon, almost like he's in the Truman Show. over and over and over and over and over and over open 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 No, really this is the third time it's like yesterday never happened back in my brain but i can't even begin to imagine why you make up something like this i thought taking it up i am asking you for help okay what do you he mean? can predict the future but only as far as today extends how useful is that it's all good questions I think this is a severely underrated movie. Of course, it's a—it's uh, totally unrealistic, like as far as we know. <laughs> oh, going to the grocery store yesterday. It's so weird, because the grocery store is one of the only places people are allowed to go, but it's still empty in there. The shelves have actually gotten restocked quite a bit. The first, last weekend when we went, there was no pasta, there was no toilet paper, there was no nothing. The toilet paper's still hard to come by. We found a shitload at Costco yesterday, but, like, the ramen was all stocked back up, the spaghetti was all stocked back up, the soup was all stocked back up. Other than paper products there was and, like, hand sanitizer, there was very few things that were, that were completely barren. The, sh- the shelves were all well stocked. They're keeping the distancing while people are checking out. Everything seemed to go off pretty much without a hitch. And that's kind of what I was... I didn't think we were going to reach, like, Venezuela stores empty for months type status. You just had to wait for the supply to catch up with the demand. You had to wait for the new shipments to come in and the stocks to get shelved, or the stocks to get shelved, the shelves to get stocked, and... Excuse me. All these people that are hoarding shit to stop buying because they have as much as they need. It's going to level off. And I, I was waiting for that to kind of happen. And it's, it seems to be happening now. I think we should meet again. How's tomorrow for you? Is that not good? What if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. <laughs> he put a pillow in front of his face and he's punching it. At some point he has comes up with the idea to try, try to stay up all night into the next day, right and that's how he's gonna beat it. because that would definitely be one of my plans. I, I'm a night owl as it is. It's not like the next day has any consequence or significance. You've already done it a hundred times. what the fuck. let's just see what happens. When there's no consequences, risk loses its meaning. There is no risk because you just get to brush off and try again. It's almost like playing a video game. He's just going to respawn back where he was until he figures it out. Some people think this is how life works. I don't know if it's Buddhist or Hindu, but some people think that you live this life and if you didn't get it right, when you die, you come back and start it all over again, the exact same life, live it again until you get it right, and you're just in that cycle until you achieve enlightenment and then, I don't know, you cease to exist because you're pure energy and light. There might be something to that because there's been situations in my life where it's a it's a weird deja vu feeling where it's like I've made this decision before. I swear to God I've made this decision before or you're, you're weighing two options and you just have this like feeling in your gut like I feel like like I've done this before and it's led to co- bad consequences or it's led, it was a mistake and I need to go the other way you have these pulls I don't know maybe I'm just a stoner that's definitely likely Oh, this is the interesting part I have to take a piss which I would normally just do out of my back patio but it is light outside I normally record these in the middle of the night but if I go back into the bathroom to do that, it's just gonna sit here and record the uh, audio from the movie the whole time. Oh, he's there figuring it the out. There's want. no consequences, there's no hangovers. That's true. We could do whatever we want. It took a booze hound to propose that idea to you. It's just full Grand Theft Auto mode. Luckily, he never takes it as far as like killing anybody, because if you think about it, he really could. He could kill them, and then the next day they would just be back. He could have like his own little evil playground where he just just de- it'd basically be Grand Theft Auto. He could just destroy everything, and then the next morning the whole slate would be wiped clean. It'd be like he started over. He's not gonna get to keep his weapons, but he also won't wake up at the hospital. There was sparks coming out from underneath that car Is it just so low that it's rubbing on the train track Or do they have some type of mechanism keeping it attached It doesn't look like it's swerving all over the damn place Fuck riding in that thing That big ass boat on those train tracks Look at that classic steering wheel cover. Everybody had those then. Kind of perforated leather with the the nylon cord wrapped around it. He does kill himself in this, right? I think he drops a toaster in the the bathtub. It walks a line because this could very easily become a dark dark movie just some of the shit I've suggested and some of the stuff they actually do do but they go more lighthearted with it he could have driven right into that train there it could become almost like a death wish movie where he's trying to figure out how to end it that way you could definitely take a dark turn with this groundhog day what was the action movie where he kept living the same situation over and over again wasn't it Looper I haven't seen that in a long time but it was like he had to to stop the train from blowing up and if he failed he just went right back to the beginning again I could be misremembering mis- that see so you can go to jail next morning wake up in your bed <laughs> now he feels like he beat the game he figured out the confines and the rules and he knows how to manipulate it accordingly. And he's going to get to, uh, Slept like, a baby, thank you. like I do, with all my favorite movies, where he knows everything that's coming before it happens, and he can repeat the lines. Mrs. Uh, Lancaster, uh, uh, was anybody looking for me here this morning? Uh, perhaps a state official, maybe a blue hat, gun, nightstick. stick? Oh. oh uh, like that? Will there be? Hey, and he can figure out how to get the desired result based off a process of elimination he doesn't get to the instant gratification of seeing the result of his actions but he could experiment with all these different ways to go about his day and see if anything changes when he relives it the next day. It's this weird experiment. See, he's eating whatever the fuck he wants because nothing matters. He's living in a simulation. It's a video game world. I like to see a man of advancing years throwing caution to the wind. It's inspiring in a way. I would feel like shit if I ate all that. I could age eat age like 25% age. of that and then I would well, feel I like throwing it. up. Yeah, just keep it coming, please. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> He drank it straight out of the book. Oh, God. cancer, love handles. He's in an existential crisis. I don't worry about anything anymore. What makes you so special? Everybody worries about something. Well, that's exactly what makes me so special. I'm just realizing in this moment how it could be a commentary on the repetitiveness of our actual lives. Of course, we don't live the same day technically over and over again, but a lot of the a lot of the things we do are very routine and it can get to the point where it feels like it's the same day over and over again, like I was talking about with the newspapers. And you see how he's throwing caution to the wind here because he's struggling to find meaning within this temporary existence, which is what we basically are doing as human beings. When he's realized that essentially none of it matters, and so now he's struggling with what to care about and what to get dedicate his time to, how to find meaning... If it, if none of it's actually ultimately important at all. Thanks, Harry. Well, would you like a doggy bag? Basically, how to be happy. Because life isn't a video game. There's nobody keeping score. There's no objectives. At the end of the day, when you're gone, you're gone. Most people are gonna forget about you, and it's, it's finding your own bit of v- enjoyment while you're here. And the fact that it's temporary and that there are consequences is what makes it enjoyable. Uh huh. I never miss it. What's your name? Nancy Taylor. And you are? What high school did you go to? See, he could go on these random one-night stand kicks and try to fuck every girl in the town, Pittsburgh? and there would be no consequence of that. But he ends up settling on Andy McDowell <laughs> and starts putting all his effort into winning her over, figuring out about her basically loving her trying to make her fall in love with him okay. every day like a fifty-first dates kind of situation okay. and now he's figured out that he can ask people something and then the next day in quotes he can have all this information about them <laughs> he can pretend to be a long-lost friend now. This is me talking to people I went to high school with. Phil Didn't I see you at Shorty's party and you were on mushrooms? Nah, no, definitely not me. I don't know anybody named Shorty. Phil Connors. I was short and I sprouted. Well, he was short and he sprouted. Maybe he was Shorty. Phil Connors. Great. You look terrific. Look very we have an hour and one minute and 23 seconds left in this film. This film. Okay, I'm gonna have to set this mic somewhere where hopefully it doesn't pick up too much sound so that I can go take a PYS. Hold tight, I'll be right back. How I know? What is this? Some kind of one-night stand? Okay, and I'm back. Could you guys hear my footsteps as I scampered away? Pro tip: If you want to conserve water and time, just piss in the sink. Turn the faucet on for a couple seconds. If you're tall enough or your dick's long enough, you can just you can aim that directly down the drain. There's really going to be almost no splatter or puddling inside the sink itself. Flip on the handle for a quick couple seconds and rinse it down. Way better. Dog it's like a urinal, essentially. Use a How many times would you have to go through this day before it comes completely and utterly boring because you've experienced everything that it has to offer? Once you've memorized every nuance. Alright, Doris, come on. He's gonna rob an armored truck. Can I have a roll with quarters? Ten. Nine. Eight. Car. Memorizing patterns. Pattern recognition is a very useful skill in life. In fact, old school video games, that was really how you beat them. If you've ever seen the movie Pixels, is all everything moved in patterns because it's programmed. It doesn't have a mind of its own. It's, it's working off instructions. So you figure out the pattern, anticipate the pattern, and you can beat it. What the fuck <laughs> He decided to dress up as Billy the Kid. I mean, why not? Tomorrow he can be James Bond. I we were going to a Day after that, he could be Superman. I've seen it, I love this I've seen it over a hundred times. Phil? told you. Nice outfit. Turn it around for me one time. Thank you. Perfect. Oh, way to make a girl you're with jealous. See the look in her eyes? She's like, who is that bitch? She can't handle it. There's a Mac Lethal line where he says, my girl sees another girl wanting my seed. She gets so agitated, she bones me on the couch. It doesn't rhyme, but it's true. That's a bit of a loaded question. It's also inaccurate. He he has one day to live, but he gets to live it over and over again. I just want to know where to put the camera. On. What are you looking for, Phil? A date for the weekend? No, I'm just interested in you. You know, what do you want? What do you like? He's searching for an ultimate purpose in his life. What kind of men are you interested in? It's very existential. What are you for fun? Is this for real, Phil? Are you just trying to make me look like a fool? I'm just trying to talk this, she's not unattractive. I. She's got kind of like a librarian, teacher, yeah. girl next door kind of thing going for her. Maybe it's the curly hair. I'm not exactly sure. Especially when I was younger. I was like, that's the girl he's interested in? Now I'm like, eh, I can see it. There's nothing career, life, overtly, hair, glaringly wrong with her. I think this is getting too personal. But it's odd that he decides to start pursuing her because they seem to not get along. I mean, they, they're they cordial because they work together, but there seems to be no romantic interest there at all on either side at this point. Well, first of all, he's too humble, and that he's perfect. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence supportive. The good thing about me is that I don't know I'm hot, so that makes me hotter. It's a classic Adam Carolla line. <laughs> He's got a good body, but he doesn't have to look in the mirror every two minutes. I have a great body, and sometimes I go months without looking. Ugh, picturing Bill Murray's body makes me want to go a soft kind, one. Kind, sensitive, and gentle. He's not afraid to crack out of me. This is a man we're talking he likes That's a jizz-free ficus. Does he have to use the word poopy? Oh, and he plays an instrument and he loves his mother. I am really close on this one. Does he have to use the word poopy? You don't, but you'll find yourself once you have a baby, just doing it without even knowing. You start. You start making all these words playful and. Oh, it's poopy, do you have a tummy ache? You don't even realize you're doing it. Plus, you can't walk up to little kids no. and be like, Hey, you have a shitty diaper? Out today. Van still won't start. on it. you know it. Can I buy you a drink? Larry must not be a very good mechanic because I mean, he should notice that the good? coil pack is you missing and the spark plug wires. Like uh what are the chances of It would be fairly obvious that that was gone. It wouldn't be just like, "Oh, it's not turning over." It would be getting no spark. Okay. Uh, sweet vermouth rocks with a twist, please. For you, myth. The same. That's my favorite dream. What are you just gonna augment your entire lifestyle to impress this girl for a day? I mean, I guess what do you have to lose? Your life isn't even your life anymore. To the Okay, you cunt. She seems like the type of person that needs to turn every conversation into a social, political, global issue. Okay. I had fun once, till my dad got cancer. Things, rocks with a twist, please. For you, miss. That's my favorite drink. Mine too. <laughs> it always makes me think of Rome. The way the sun hits the buildings in the afternoon. Well, what should we drink? Cheese ball. Let's drink to world peace. I like to say a prayer and drink to world peace. To world peace. World peace. She's shocked at how wet she is right now. She can't figure it out. She's like, I don't like this guy. He's deplorable, but he's saying all the right things. Mmm, this is wonderful. Say, my diary. I know so much about Ponce I've spent a lot of time. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Spent a lot of time here one day over and over and over again something so familiar you just ask me that? That's weird. I wonder if there's like one other person in this that's experiencing the same thing as him and knows what's going on. It's almost like she is slowly starting to have this. This space-time time time? continuum memory of it, even though it doesn't actually didn't actually happen to her in this universe. It's hard to parse out. You uh, in broadcasting? It's almost like she has an ancestral memory of it now. Like the way you're afraid of snakes or the dark. <laughs> what a waste of time. I mean, for someone else, that would be an incredible waste of time. So boldly, you didn't choose that as being a very very strong person. It's a little bit funny, but it's also kind of gross what he's doing. Do people place too much emphasis on their careers. Gosh, I wish we could all live like at high altitudes. That's where I You really just going to change every little opinion you have along the way until you match up with her perfectly. Well, it's gotten you here. Uh-huh. Of course it's a million miles from where I started. That's guy's biggest problem well, from what there. I can see is that uh, Jones might like that. We latch onto the idea of, like, 19th century French poetry. a woman almost like a trophy, which you shouldn't do. And we completely augment our behavior and our lifestyle around pleasing her to get her in the sack and then the jig is up and you either have to keep being that guy or go back to who you were in the relationship like what the fuck is the point just so you can have another notch in your belt it's exhausting to be a fake person constantly having to think about what your opinion is instead of just letting it flow out of you what would she want me to say in this situation I don't know but I want you to stop being such a little bitch You can go destroy that minor right now. You're only going to have to spend a couple hours in jail. You are going to have to go through this whole rigmarole with her again tomorrow. That would get to feel like... Talk about something getting tired. I don't know how many days I would spend trying to please her before I just gave up. go for more of the strong, silent type. Someone, you think you know me well. What was his end game with her? Like, for some reason, he just decided to latch on to to her and make pleasing her his daily goal. And they didn't really seem to have any sparks or anything prior to that. And you know, if she knew what was actually happening, she would hate him. She'd be like, you weaselly little fucker. Oh, the snow, the snow, the snow. About what? I don't know about where you guys live, but winter didn't come this year in Portland. It... Do you like the way the it probably dropped below freezing at night maybe 15 times all winter. It snowed like three times but never any accumulation it never stuck there was never any issue with the roads or anything. It was a very mild mild winter. I wonder what Punxsutawney Phil had to say about that now coming from delivering newspapers for so many years the snow snow's a four letter word around the newspaper warehouse along with hope both four letter words when it comes to the newspaper business so i've hated the idea of snow for the past several years and then finally this winter i quit and i don't have to worry about going out and driving in it or people calling in sick or dealing with their bullshit do you think i can make it in i don't know i did what do you want from me uh, so I finally didn't have to deal with all that and then this winter has been f- bullshit oh, no. finally if it had snowed and everything was yeah. fucked I would have just been able to stay home and chill with the family wouldn't have to go out and drive and no, risk my road. life and all this but nope no snow this year so well, better luck next year for me. Maybe I, should go. I saw them walking in the snow there and I got a little bit nostalgic for snow I've lived in Portland for ever since I was 15, but I'm from Central Washington, and we used to get. We had four distinct seasons there. You had a, a hot summer, fall, you know, a little bit chillier, a little bit windier, and then go into winter where we would get snow events. We would have times where there was feet of snow dropped in a single night, and uh, I got used to. That being part of the, the environment when I was a kid, going out and playing in the snow. That's a, an environment where there's fewer consequences. You can play football in the snow and have a great time. Just jump all over the place. When you're a kid, snow days are great. When you're an adult, they're bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> she realized what's going on, even though she doesn't actually know she still knows this what love is for you this is I'm kind of echoing her opinions here, like this is kind of disgusting what you're doing, dude. you're basically just, <laughs> just tricking her. And you know that she's not gonna know the next day. So, if he does actually fuck her once, is he gonna bother with the whole rigmarole the next day? Or is he just gonna bag it one time and move along? I think that's what he's doing. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. You're gonna do this again? I think that's what's missing in the world today, don't you? Gosh, I can't wait to do this with my own children. Gosh, I can't wait to do this again tomorrow with you because I failed to get laid. Just go fuck the other chick from the diner, dude. She had a better fa- fashion sense anyway. Or the chick that dressed up in the maid outfit for you. Come on, just keep running that back. There's got to be more than three attractive girls in this town. Are any of you up for adoption? <laughs> I'm sorry if this podcast is terrible. I'm honestly giving it a a good country try. You won't not talk like that. Mm -hmm. Some folk call it a slang blade. I call it a Kaiser blade. Mm -hmm. This guy over here, he's just doing these voices again, having conversations with himself. Trying to make up for the fact that his content is terrible. Not every woman make biscuits in the middle of the night. Mm. Ice sculptures. What a beautiful piece of temporary art. I like to carve pumpkins and I'm actually pretty good at it. That feels weird to say, but I've entered pumpkins in contests before and won or placed well I actually the only UFC event I've ever attended is because I got free tickets for winning a pumpkin carving contest that Dana White put on on mixedmartialarts.com like five years ago I carved a Cain Velasquez pumpkin and that's so I really enjoy the the process of it but it takes so long to do one and it starts to fall apart immediately it's never in as good a condition as it is the second you are done with it. You take your one beautiful picture, you post it on social media, and then you watch your piece of art rot away over the course of the next week and a half and slowly lose its pristine precision. And it's a, that's a frustrating thing for me because I really like doing it, but I also struggle with the return on the investment for how much time you put in for a temporary thing like that. And making ice sculptures would be a similar... Or the cake boss, when you watch those TV shows and they make these ridiculous cakes, they put all that effort into it and then it's done and then it gets cut up and eaten and it's gone. There's no preservation of it and you just have to start a new project over again. There's beauty in that, but there's also pain in that. (laughs) This is pitiful. A thousand people. He's bitter as fuck now. You're hypocrites. All of you. Is that true? Did they used you to pull it out and eat out it? Saying, Untie your tongue and you come out here and talk, huh? Come on, Woogie. Am I upsetting you, princess? Now you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the role, Phil. I'll give you a prediction. That's right. I forgot his name was Phil. And I've been talking so much during the movie that it hasn't come up. But he is also Phil. Ugh. Throw that motherfucker out the window. Do we have any idea how many times he's actually lived through this day? We have to be up to like 30 by now. At least. Like, is he doing Groundhog's Day for months? They do an effective way of showing you that time has passed by showing you the repetition. Just by showing that alarm clock, just the image of the alarm clock flipping to 6 a.m., every time that shows up, we know it's a new day. I was just watching, we've been on an apocalyptic kick here in the house with movies. I'm sure a lot of people have been, I watched I Am Legend, I watched Geostorm, I watched 2012. We watched uh, The Day After Tomorrow a few days ago, which is a movie that I've always really liked ever since it came out. It was more visually stunning back then than it is now. Now you can tell a lot of the digital shit's digital and and the higher definition that these movies get released in, the worse a lot of the older effects look. But I still like it quite a bit. It's got a terrible Rotten Tomato score. One of the issues I noticed with that movie, though, is that there are points where a lot of time has supposed to have passed, but they didn't indicate it to the audience at all. Like when... Uh, Dennis Quaid leaves to go pick up Jake Gyllenhaal in New York. It's supposed to be quite a trek for him to get to New York, but it's like a snap of the fingers and no visual cues to tell us that it's that any time has passed and then he's there all of a sudden. Okay, there you go. They're going to go home and fuck that that hedgehog groundhog, whatever. He's definitely got his thumb up that dog's ass. He's going to steal Punxsutawney Phil, I forgot about that. (laughs) There's his brother. I'm going to do a quick time check. Okay, we've got 39 minutes and 28 seconds left. We're at 101.40. We're cruising right along here, two-thirds of the way through. Could be worse. Definitely could be better. I like that classic Chevy truck. It wasn't nearly as old then as it is now, obviously. It was probably like 20 years old when this movie was filmed. That's so weird. It's like people knew something back then. They, they declared things classic when they weren't even that old yet, and they were right that's the weirdest part for me. Like, when I was a kid, my parents used to listen to classic rock on the radio station. And a lot of those songs were, like, 10 years old. But they were already considered classic rock. All the muscle cars and stuff like that, they they weren't that old. But they were already... Everybody knew they were classic. Nowadays, stuff doesn't... It doesn't have the same flavor. I don't know what it is, but we don't have stuff that comes comes out and then 10 years later it's deemed classic for the most part. Just doesn't work that way. It seemed like a weird line to draw. I always thought it was weird like we decided that any music before 1990 is classic rock, but we're going to continue to have rock made after that. So, are we going to create a new category or are we going to wait 10 years and then we're going to grandfather in all the What's, how's this gonna happen sweet rock quarry this has been there the whole time you could go fuck some shit up in there during the day this could be fun as hell talk about Grand Theft Auto try to drive that truck up that pile of gravel see if you can get it buried like quicksand what the hell is he doing? I don't know. my coffee's almost gone and I'm pretty disappointed about it if I'm being honest What do groundhogs even do? It's like a giant gopher. I fucking hate gophers. Keep digging up holes in my yard. Oh, it's their Thoma Louise moment. So yes, he does kill himself. Wow, no corny explosion, I'm impressed. I love it when a movie sh- oh well that stepped on my point I was gonna say I love it when a movie has a car crash and it doesn't have some ridiculous over-the- top explosion shit it just happens the way it would happen like in the big Lebowski I think he runs into some garbage cans or some shit but it's just a chunkery fucking car accident it's not like every it's not like the entire thing was made out of C4 <laughs> He didn't even bother to get dressed today. He's gonna take the toaster. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he woke up and the first thought he had was there's a toaster downstairs. Those were some tiny slices of bread. Look at those little slices of bread. Is that Wonder Bread wrapped in rubber bands? We also don't get to see what anybody else experiences besides him, if that makes sense. So when he dies, we don't get to see how anybody else carries on with the rest of the day after the fact. It's just like hitting the reset button and he goes right back to the morning. So he's reached the point where he's broken. He does not want to redo this, this day over and over and over and over again. Is it actually going to show him dead? It did show him dead. God damn it. Every time I say something, the movie goes, nope, wrong. He was a really, really great guy. I think I hear my son. I really, really liked him. A lot. This is a bit dark, but... I'm sorry? As a person who's experienced fairly guy. bad depression in my life, I'm a God, not the God. It can... Feel the way that he feels now, where you don't see any hope in the future. You don't feel like there's any point in carrying on. Every day feels the same, and he is trying to get out of that, or like the Matrix. We created this world. They said they created a world that was perfect, and the human brain keep trying to kept trying to wake up from it. I imagine this is a similar, situ- similar, similar situation where if you found yourself trapped living the same day over and over and over and over and over again How do you, know I'm not you would try damn near anything to get yourself out of that cycle by a certain point now he's gonna to try to convince them that he's actually living the same day over and over again brother she's worked since she was 17 Look at that old coffee mug. They used to have those at diners back in the day. I remember. I don't know if this is a thing that everybody did or. They're supposed to be getting married Whoa! That guy sitting there is a. Lovely ring. This is Bill. That was the the stepdad from Eight Mile. He's in a bunch of other stuff too. I am. This is Gus. James Buell. Me, him, and you—we went to the same school. Maybe the real God uses tricks. It's too bad he didn't have a stash of weed. Because <laughs> every day you would wake up and it would be replenished. That would be dope. I mean, like, hey, I, got an- I just so happened to get an ounce of weed on Groundhog's Day. I can smoke the whole thing. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up with an ounce of weed again. <laughs> I know everything about you. I know you were in the movie Michael with John Travolta. That Well, that's about the extent of what I know about you, but that's something. It's not nothing. It's not a bag or a tube. If you hear uh, some chunkering around, it's because I'm making myself another cup of coffee. So you'll hear the Keurig warming up in the background getting me getting the creamer out of the refrigerator and shortly you will hear me ripping open a box of K-Cups made by Rev Coffee Rev No Surrender Dark Roast Coffee the most Rev Coffee this is not a paid advertisement I just like their shit shout out to Rev Coffee cause I drink it and they ain't paying me for it not yet Shout out to Petey Paulo. Swing it around your head like a helicopter. North Carolina. Come on, raise up. Take your shirt off. Spin it around your head like a helicopter. What a dumb fucking song that everybody liked when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> I can still remember the first time I heard it. It was on my alarm clock in the morning. I woke up in the morning... And, you know, you have that knee-jerk reaction, shut off your alarm. And then I went, whoa, what the fuck was that? And I turned it back on and jammed out to the fucking North Carolina. Come on, raise up. Now they're keeping themselves entertained, quarantine style. Oh, Oh, it's 11.58 p.m. He's going to try to stay up into the next day. He's making it. Be Come on, go. Be the hat. Take me a year to get No, six months. Four to five hours a day. you He's experiencing a, a weird form of torture. Because now, look at the situation there. And this is what he's been trying to accomplish the whole time. They're here. They're having their intimate moment. The and he's going to lose all his progress. Tomorrow, will have all about this. Yep, see? He's realizing it. No. Everything becomes futile. There's no point because you're not, you can't build any progress. It's just a, a single serving day. Fight club, single serving friend. God damn it. I've been drinking so much coffee, I have to piss again. Again? I'm sorry. It's never happened to me before. Actually, it is pretty normal for the morning because I'm drinking all this coffee and the system's just getting kick-started. I just normally don't record in the morning, so it's not an issue. Okay, we're going to have to... You're still here. (gasps) It's flicked to midnight and he's still there. Ooh. How freaked out would you be, ladies, if a guy started telling you this story? Think about that while I go take a piss. Reflect. think that my son's up, but I can't find him. What the fuck? Okay, I heard a noise. And I looked in his room, and I did not see him. But where the fuck did he go? He does this. He's going to try to jump out and scare me. See if he succeeds. Where the fuck? I am completely confused right now. This makes for great podcasting, right? Not even paying attention to the movie anymore because I don't know where my son went. He must have woke up and heard me talking and I don't know if he's trying to... Leave me be, or if he's confused. Not in his tent. Dude, where the fuck have you been? In your bedroom. Okay, you didn't hear me calling your name looking for you? Okay, I'm watching this movie and doing a podcast. I'll get you something to eat in a minute. Okay? I got you, babe. I rise your booty. He lay down with her. I missed it. I was searching for my kid who was hiding from me did he lay were they in bed together and he just woke up by himself you just gonna give him all of it (laughs) why is he in such a great mood like he accomplished something did he get some These people are having way too much fun, considering what they're doing. Like, as long as I live, I will never understand why they 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 think this is fun. Has he turned the corner now, and he's made it his goal to make everybody else's day as great as he can? Because that's gonna be that's gonna get repetitive too. You're gonna still be doing the same shit every day. Yeah, buddy. Remember when I said just a second ago I'm watching a movie and recording a podcast? That was what I meant by that. I know I said I'm recording a podcast and watching a movie but what I meant was I'm recording a podcast and watching a movie. (laughs) It's your ears. You gotta turn them on, buddy. What? Why did he have that smirk on his face? He does have unlimited time. Anything he has access to, like a book, for instance, he could read every book in the world, and no time will have passed in the actual world. He's going to learn piano, because she wants a guy that plays an instrument. I can give you oh. Mm, excuse me. <laughs> she kicked a little girl out. Better luck tomorrow. He's going to learn how to play piano in a day. No, he de- he gets to... That's right. My bad. He can save his progress. You think it's going to be an early spring? Winter, slumbering in the open air, wears on his smiling face a dream of spring. I hate that guy's haircut. I cannot stand it. Yeah, he's got, his hair is so thin and I just, I don't like anything about it. blowing bubble gum. Oh, God, it's terrible. He's going to learn how to do everything, because he's got the time. He's becoming a renaissance man. See the water dripping off that some bitch while he's carving it. That's what I was talking about earlier. Before it's even done, it's already deteriorating. That? No. Definitely not an evergreen project. They're gonna cover. Say what? They're gonna cover it. They're gonna cover it. What are they gonna cover it with? Not bad. Something really cold. Yes, That's an idea. Mover, so. <laughs> His father was a piano mover, so naturally. Phil, Phil Collins? I thought it was you. Ned yeah. <laughs> I have missed you so much. <laughs> I love this strategy. He's going to be the abrasive one. Instead of this guy latching onto him and annoying him, he's gonna he's gonna be the one doing the uncomfortable feeling or no, that's not what I meant. He's going to make Ned feel uncomfortable. Beautiful strategy. I once had a friend pay me 20 bucks to harass a guy into leaving our house. We were having a a semi-party, and this guy showed up. He didn't want there, and so he's like, I'll give you a 20 if you can make him leave, and I was like, bet. (laughs) So I went upstairs, and I tied a bandana, Tupac style, around my forehead. I tied a bandana around each bicep. I put on my rubber gloves from working at the window shop, and I took my shirt off. And I went downstairs, and I just got uncomfortably close to this guy and just kept talking to him and, like, just put a little bit of, like, my hand on his shoulder and, like, how are you doing? And he left. I got my 20 bucks. What is he doing? Has this guy not died before? It's hard down there at the bottom. Here you go. Thank you. Is he trying to keep this guy from dying at the end of the day now? Come on, Dan. Come on, pop. Come on, pop. Oh god. Talk about another futile pursuit. He discovered that this guy dies at the end of the day, and so now he's going to try to prevent that from happening. You're probably confused. In this movie, every night when he goes to bed, he wakes up, and he has to do the same day over again. It's the same day every time he wakes up. So this guy is dying at night, and then in the morning when he wakes up, it's the beginning of the day again, so he's trying to help the guy out and keep him alive long by winter. feeding him we and stuff like that. And, and so now he's frustrated because it's, it keeps happening yeah, anyway. I think your computer's the logged in if you want to go. Who am I talking it's to? I'm recording a podcast, buddy commentary talking to the audience that doesn't exist <laughs> I'm talking to the 14 people that are going to listen to this over the course of the next hundred years feel, that
1: was it's weird because I have to pretend
0: that there's people listening like I'm talking to, but I'm by myself but in in this circumstance I was talking to you a few times like explaining the movie etc I'm thinking that if I can find the right movie, you and I might do one of these together later. Yay. I haven't been able to record anything since you've been home from school because of timing, so today I woke up early and you were still in bed, so I decided to knock one out. Nice catch. Jerry Rice. What do you say? What do you say? (laughs) You've never thanked me In a strange way He's trying to act like God But he's just a man He's trying to go around And fix everybody else's woes That they experience during the day And like make this little Snapshot in time perfect And again it's another futile pursuit He's gonna spend all day fixing this shit that he knows is gonna go wrong and And no matter what he does tomorrow it's gonna go wrong again (laughs) (laughs) now he's gonna save his brother's life his real life brother not in the movie doesn't have a brother in the movie as far as I know he may let's do a time check again we've got 16 minutes and 34 seconds left Get some teeth, right? pretty close to the end heading around the bend down towards the home stretch, In the, bend, down to home stretch. the Pennsylvanian Hotel the Pennsylvania it's like having an Oregonian hotel here the circle day. I'm hey, going to talk to my friends, and I have to figure out something. Um, what sure. time is that supposed to be I'm happening? I don't, idea. Idea. I, I don't either, because I forgot about it. Well, go find your circle thing, because it's, I mean. It's a, I want a dragon fruit. Rita. Okay. Rita, this is Nancy. Hi. Nancy, Rita. We were just going to go to the party. We're going to go? Oh, I'm so not used to keeping track of this stuff that he has to do That I mean he doesn't even have to do it It's a, They do like a, a Skype conference call type meeting thing With his kindergarten teacher and the classmates And she reads him a book or they do show and tell I'm just not used to having to fold those things into my routine Or my, my daily schedule So I completely forgot Plus, it's getting extremely hard to keep track of what day of the week it is. <laughs> they they messed with my wife's schedule, so instead of working five days a week, she works three days a week, and she works a, she works Monday, Wednesday, Friday one week. The next week, she works Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So basically, she's at work every other day, and this so the structure of like what's a weekend, what's a week, all of it is very. we're in a gray area right now so it was very easy for me to forget that he had that meeting today but it's not even 10am yet the last one happened at 1030 so I think we're safe I know you guys really care about this this is great podcasting it got hijacked a little bit when I stopped being solo but it's the fucking way she goes Rick You like jazz? Come on, Victor, tell me what's in the peanut can. I have jazz in peanut can. I like hippie hop too. No politic, America closed today. Sorry, folks, Wally World's closed. He's your student. He... <laughs> no, daddy. Thank you. Hello, welcome to our party. If you don't have something no, constructive to, to add, that. don't talk. Oh, I'm versatile. Okay? I'm recording a thing. You're not going to just interrupt me to say no, daddy, for no reason, okay? It's that nice young man from the motor club. Thank you again. It's nothing, ladies. He's the fastest Jack in Jefferson County. Fastest Jack? Oh, that sounded wrong, but I get it. That lady claiming that he's her student when, if you think about it, from her perspective, he basically arrived at her doorstep today, a fully formed thing, and she gave him like one brush-up lesson and she's claiming he's her student. Technically, he is her student because she's taught him everything he knows, but she doesn't know that. She thinks she just met him today. He's a man about town. He's going to be elected governor every day. Look at the varnish on that. Hey, Fred, the Look at that guy. Look at how young and beautiful he is. Was All I did was fan the flame she looks best. a little bit like um, Bobcat Goldthwait in the best way possible. <laughs> Wrestlemania? What? They're going to the 93 Wrestlemania? Who headlined the 93 Wrestlemania? Was that like... uh, Was that Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels? 93? Was that like Wrestlemania 10 or 11? Was that Yokozuna and Bret Hart? Not exactly that sure. The anyway, How was a rabbit hole. You want go to go, no, you go to WrestleMania? I don't know, man. WrestleMania is kind of sure. not so what I it used go to go be. At least from my perspective, but also... You seem to become attached. People in general become attached to stuff that happened when they were younger. And then they always think that the new stuff that has come out since is not as good. Music, movies, wrestling. So I I fit. I slide right in there. I like older mu- music. I like older movies. I like the older wrestling. I like older stuff. Maybe the new generation is really into what they're being provided as far as wrestling content nowadays. But I grew up in the Attitude Era. Monday Night Wars, NWO, Bill Goldberg, Steve Austin, The Rock. Like, I had the glory days of wrestling. When WrestleMania hadn't peaked yet. WrestleMania was still growing year over year when I was growing up. Now I feel like they just they try so hard to outdo themselves and it's kind of predictable and it's this it's just become very much the same with the huge stadiums and the firework shows and just kind of bleh. they've also had tremendous trouble creating new talent that people are invested in they keep having to bring back old talent from my generation in my era when i was a kid to to get fans reinterested they you know triple h the undertaker all these She actually bid on him. This is progress, buddy. She didn't like him at all when the movie started. Now she wants to win the auction. High five, right? Oh, is she going to bid on Larry? Beautiful balding man, Larry. A buck and a half? He's not a happy meal. Oh, my gosh. Did they still do stuff like that? I always thought it was weird. I've only seen it in movies, obviously, but when they auction off people, like, this is not inclusive, you are just their company, I don't, like, it's a weird kind of dismemberment plan water damage fell. this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's found his zone he just spends all day making everybody else as happy as he can because his life is meaningless <laughs> I got that. what uh, people have uh, different sounds they can make buddy. There's people that can make all kinds of crazy animal sounds with their. You know? <laughs> like. I can't make that animal sound. You'll get better at it when you're older. You just started talking a couple of years ago. Give yourself a break. you got to learn how to manipulate your mouth and stuff. You'll get it. Uh, I don't know that you'll ever be able to talk to animals, but you might be able to talk like an animal. You might be able to go, <laughs> or something like that. You just kind of start playing with your throat, and like the shape of your mouth, and you can start making all these different voices. Mm, you want not talk like that, mm-hmm. All right, then. And then you can, you could just shake your mouth like this, or you could start talking to some guys like this. And then you can, you come over here, and then the voice is totally different, and I don't even know what happened. And then we come back over here, and we're just still talking to each other. But then this guy is kind of weird. I don't really like talking to him. Well, you don't really got a choice, because we're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> is that pretty funny? <laughs> I'm sorry if this movie commentary got hijacked, guys. I'm, I was running out of steam, and... Uh, My son came in to provide some fresh material, fresh perspective, fresh interactions. Oh, not even looking at the Shh, don't tell them that. I got, you, <laughs> I got you, babe. I'll let you eat candy for breakfast if you can tell me who sings this song. Don't get too excited, you're never gonna get it. <laughs> Jack Hartman. Jack Hartman? What is that from? Jack Hartman? Is Jack Hartman a person? Yeah. From what? From singing. From singing? Yeah. Is his name Jack Sounds like a character The Rock would play in like Skyscraper or something. I am Jack Hartman. Obviously, there was Phil Hartman, who was a real celebrity. Rest in peace. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, he was an actor. He didn't sing, buddy. That oh, was a joke, dude. You know I'm not going to give you candy for breakfast. The only reason I said that is because I knew there was no way on God's green earth that you were going to be able to guess who sings that song. That's why I said it. Sunny Sonny and Cher. Good old frog voice and, and man girl. They're gone. They're all gone. I'm not saying that Cher looks like a man, but she had a very deep voice for a for a female singer. I got him. babe. And Sonny sounded like a frog sometimes. If you've ever heard that Cher song, Do you believe in life after love? When that song came out, I thought it was a dude up until I, heard, I saw the music video. I really thought a dude sung that song, like an effeminate dude. I gotta be honest, I don't remember how this movie ends. And it's in the process of ending right now, and I can't see the TV because I'm smoking. I need to see what happens. 601 hit, no alarm. He figured it out. His goal was to find true love, crack the code, break the bank. There's no one. There's no one. Now the real question is, was he set to do this a certain number of times? And today would have happened... No matter what he did the previous day, or did he have to build this relationship with her, cultivate it, and succeed, and find love, and then he got to proceed with his life? Ultimately, it's kind of a cheesy story, because they're saying that your life is meaningless until you find love, which I don't agree with, but it works in the context of the story. He's got a nice little arc that goes for him there. He starts off kind of bitter and sarcastic and unenthused and... I think it's just a different day. People just aren't out. The blizzard must have cleared up and they got out of town. So that was Groundhog Day. This was a uh, my first quarantine commentary. And uh, the first experiment with having my son on the podcast a little bit. Let me know what you think. Hopefully I didn't put my foot in my mouth too much. And uh, we will probably be recording one with just the two of us in the near future. I just got to try to settle on a movie I think will be good. And uh, we'll proceed from there. I appreciate everybody listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, all that good shit. Until the next time, this is Devin signing off and saying be easy. Say goodbye. Bye.